Welcome again to the Gandhi Podcast. We're happy to have you. Today we're talking to Hussein Bailani, and he's going to talk about his experience as a Gandhi Service Fellow and his, you know, just what he's been able to accomplish in the last three plus years. So I'm going to turn it over to him. And can you just tell us what exactly was your big project, you know? Yeah, sure, sure. I really appreciate the, um, the spotlight and the introduction. And over the years, I've appreciated the support of the Gandhi Institute of the Rochester community. And most recently, of the, uh, the national community in the USA. I was uh, nominated and my project was nominated for the Peace First uh, Prize. So I'll dive into uh, what I did a little bit. Um, I feel as if there's a tremendous amount of work that has yet to be done. And I just want to start off with that. All right. Because my, my area of interest is so deep. It's so hard to get one's hands around um, in just the three-year period that I've been yeah. in the Gandhi Institute. But I've been able to make a little bit of a dent in the, uh, in the issue that I was addressing. And my main concern or project was addressing the misunderstanding and the violent or um, ignorant attitude towards differences in belief systems, such as um, religions, uh, perhaps such as c cultural practices and so on and so forth. Um, so that was my main concern. Over the past three years, I've been working uh, with the Gandhi Institute with St. John Fisher College, which is where I went to, to uh, university, um, to address this issue. And what I ended up doing was I ended up organizing an event called the Coexistence Dinner and Dialogue. Uh, this is an event where we saw this as a huge problem, not only because you, know, you constantly hear about uh, people acting in the name of religion, um, causing all sorts of mayhem and chaos and claiming that, you know, religion promotes this. At the same time, there have been people that say, okay, you know, I don't want anything to do with faith because these people are, are sort of, um, are promoting an agenda of hatred. Um, so we wanted to address these issues and we wanted to sort of clarify what faith actually is and how students, how community members perceive faith, how they actually they embody sort of their own beliefs. Um, so I organized this program with the Gandhi Institute and with St. John Fisher College to bring together over 80 uh, individuals to St. John Fisher College um, in order to have them engage one another in dialogue and service, to learn more about one another as people, to learn more about how their faiths um, can actually bring them together instead of dividing them. So that was the big call of the, the project. Awesome. I mean, you did it for the last three years. Right. So it's been a fairly successful program, 80 plus people, right. that's nothing to sniff at. Yeah. But, so, you mentioned bringing all these people together, we're trying to clear up misconceptions, create yeah. awareness, create an understanding. What are some of the takeaways you heard some people leaving with? So a lot of the time, um, especially in the first year that we organized this, we sort of went in blind. We had no idea how this program would turn out. Um, we were hoping for the best, obviously. Yeah. And we had kept the details to ourselves. So when participants came in, they were hesitant. Most of them had never ever talked about these deep religious issues with another person, let alone talk to someone of a different faith about how their beliefs really personify them, right? Yeah, so to clarify that, just in case yeah. people were less familiar with the sure. dinner. So your goal is to create awareness. Generally, a lot of people would have speakers, like some kind of presentation, right. that was not your approach. No, no. We wanted our audience to 
run the show, basically. So we had a tremendous amount of dialoguing, of active participation. Literally, our, our, it was less of an audience and more of a participant um, type of feel, right? They made the program. I was just sort of emceeing and sort of um, there to, to watch over the program. Yeah. But really, the program was revolve, revolving around the participants and having them come together and really unravel the, um, the layers of religious misunderstanding to get to the core, which they, I think they did by the end of the program. Um, so a lot of them came in hesitant about you know, talking about these issues, about even being there in the first place. They had no idea what to expect. Um, but I know that uh, one of the things that I took away from this was that though people may be hesitant at the start, if you continue to let them probe and to let them explore at their own pace and have them in a supportive environment, man, they come away so happy and so thankful that they could be a part of that experience. And I was thankful to, um, to have worked to provide it for them. I mean, it's a pretty phenomenal thing, and it's a program that continues to this day. Yes. It's going on this year. Exactly. Yeah, so after I graduated, um, one of the things that I wanted to do was make sure that this program actually continued at St. John Fisher College and that the Gandhi Institute was partnering with Fisher. So I gave them all my material, all of the discussion questions, everything that we had sort of programmed and planned and outlined. And um, I handed that over to uh, Fisher. And I said, uh, you know, hopefully you guys can continue this. And they said, don't you worry. This is going to happen every single year. And hopefully when you come back 20 years from now to visit St. John Fisher College, you're still going to see this program in action. It's a solid legacy we have the university. <laughs> yeah. Be real proud of yourself. But speaking about, like, you know, leaving something behind, taking something with sure. you. Three years as a fellow, you're, you're a graduate now. Right. St. John Fisher. How is that, you know, these experiences at the Institute and, you know, planning these events mm -hmm. going to, you know, stay with you? How does it impact your career and your future? So many, so many lessons that I've learned over the years, and I really do have to thank all of the people that have sort of stuck it out with me. You know, George Payne, uh, Kent Miller of the Gandhi Institute, Dr. Jesus, Yanti Slover, all of the folks at Fisher who are involved in this. I learned so much from every single one of them, every step of the way. Uh, a few of the things that I'll share with you, because um, I don't want to take too much time yeah. just focusing on this, but, you know, the first thing that I learned was... Um, occurred while we were actually planning this event. You know, we had worked out all of the details to a T, but we had no idea how many people were actually gonna show up. We had no idea if things were going to go as smoothly as planned, because that's the sort of, that's the risk you take with organizing an event this big and involving that many people. You don't know which pieces of the puzzle will come together, which pieces are gonna fall apart. So sometimes, you know, sometimes you just have to go with the flow. That's one of the lessons I learned. You can plan as much as you want, but sometimes you just have to um, just say that, hey, we, we did our planning and we just have to go with whatever gets thrown our way. Got played out. Exactly. Whether it's positive or negative, we just have to go with it. Thankfully, for this program, everything turned out to be positive. Yeah. It was amazing. Another thing that I learned, you know, I was really humbled by this experience. Um, I learned that, you know, sometimes... Uh, some people might give you some criticism. Some people might not be for an idea that you are promoting. So when I was promoting this type of interfaith work, some people said, hey, you know, why are you trying to, um, trying to have people exposed to different religions and thoughts and ideas? Uh, have them focus on their own religion, work on their own 
on, on their own faith base? Why expose them to others? You're going to lose people of this religion and that religion, cause conversions here, and you know all that stuff. None of that was our our goal. Mm-hmm. We didn't want anyone to leave their faith, or you know, yeah. we wanted people to deepen their understandings about their own traditions, and we wanted people to deepen their understanding about other traditions. Ultimately, it was all about people. Yeah. Right? We want people to come together and understand each other as more than you know that individual whom I see every now and then. But we want to know that this is Dan, or this is you know Hussein, and his goal is to become a doctor. His goal is to do this, this, and this. And by the way, he's also Muslim, and this is how his faith defines him. And I can respect that, right? That's what our goal was. You're just understanding how that part of your per, your you know, your full person right. impacts you. And, exactly. But it also doesn't define you. You're just it doesn't define you, but it, it definitely is a big part of you. Yeah. And that part is often ignored in our society. Um, that part is sometimes shunned. And, uh, it's, it's misunderstood. It's almost feared in our society. People don't want to talk about religious beliefs. It's, it's taboo. It's a very touchy subject. Right, right. Yeah. So my goal was to put people in the environment where, you know, they could go and they could actually supportively talk about these these yeah. concerns, questions that they had, issues that they had. They could talk about them openly with other students, with um, members of the community that were interested. So it really was a golden opportunity for for dispelling myths about religious beliefs. Sounds like you did a pretty yeah. good job. So I'm thank keep you. Going. <laughs> but now I know you gotta get going. Yes. Big meeting coming up. So thank you again for your time. I appreciate it. Hopefully we'll talk to you soon. For sure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks again, Hussein, for your time. We do appreciate you sharing your experiences with us. The timing of this podcast really couldn't have fallen much better, though, for us, because this year's Coexistence Dinner is Monday, January 20th. It's from 6.30 to 9.30 at St. John Fisher. And if you have any questions about it, check out GandhiInstitute.org and take a look at our calendar of events for more details. In order to attend, you simply have to RSVP. You can either call George Payne at 463-3265 or email him at gpayne, P-A-Y-N-E-2, at uofr.rochester.edu. One other quick plug. We are currently in the midst of a fundraiser for the end of the year for the Gandhi Institute, and we are tremendously close to meeting our goals. We are a little under $400 away from meeting our fundraising goals. So if you could, again, visit the website, GandhiInstitute.org, click on the donate button. Every dime, dollar, and quarter counts at this point. We're so close to our goal. Thank you again for your time this evening, and as always, have a great night.